Welcome to the narrowing path. <clears throat> Walking the spiritual walk. Excuse me for that already. My name is Stephen Einstein. Thank you all for joining me again today as we do October 2nd reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Yesterday's unbelief was just another great one. I'm looking forward to seeing how they just continue this uh, this theme today. So this, of course, will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning that this will be the first time that I hear or read this meditation right here on this podcast with you so you'll get my genuine response reactions observations and what i relate to about the reading so here we go let's get right into it this is september excuse me october 2nd's reading james allen's daily meditation as the fruit to the tree and the water to the spring so is action to thought the sudden fa falling, when greatly tempted, into some grievous sin by one who, is, who was believed, and who believed himself, to stand firm, is seen neither to be a sudden nor causeless thing, when the hidden processes of thought which led up to it are revealed. The falling was merely the end, the outworking and the finished result of what commenced in the mind probably years before. The man had allowed a wrong thought to enter his mind, and a second and a third time he had welcomed it. It allowed it to nestle in his heart. Gradually he became accustomed to it, and cherished and fondled and tended to it, and so it grew, until at last it attained such strength and force that it attracted to itself the opportunity which enabled it to burst forth and ripen into act. All sin and temptation are the natural outcome of the thoughts of the individual. Mm. This is so, so true. And got such deep ramifications. People in the 12-step community say, I don't know what happened, it just ended up drinking, I don't know what happened, I just ended up getting high again. Everyone knows. Not everyone knows. But for those that have done the work, for those that have stuck around, a relapse starts way, way, way out of time. A relapse starts in the mind. It starts with a change in other behaviors. It starts with some really drastic red flags. At the end of the day, like it's pretty obvious when someone's starting to do this, when someone's starting to drift, when someone's starting to go into relapse mode. Are you willing to hear it, though, is the question, because people will tell you people if they care about you, which most people have, some people that care about them will look at them and tell them like, this is a problem. This isn't looking good for you. I'm worried about your behaviors. You got to be willing to hear that. So, let's go into this one. As the fruit of, to the tree and the water to the spring. So is action to thought. Actions aren't random. I'm sorry, they just aren't random. They, they don't just show up out of nowhere. As close as fruit is linked to tree, 
water to a spring. There's going to be water bubbling up out of a spring. There's going to be water coming out of a spring, as it always does. Fruit will come from a tree, fruit tree. You're going to get oranges from an orange tree. <clears throat> it's logical. It's expected. It's nature. Well, you know what I, you can't get? You can't get thistles from an orange tree. You can't get peas from an orange tree. So, what he's saying here is action is the expected and natural outcome of your thoughts. First and foremost, it puts the accountability on ourselves, doesn't it? It puts the accountability on us. It's not some random occurrence. How are we living? How are we behaving? What are we feeding ourselves physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally? What are we doing? So is action to thought. The sudden falling, when greatly tempted, into some grievous sin by one who is, was believed and who believed himself to stand firm, is seen neither to be a sudden nor a causeless thing. When the hidden processes of thought which led up to it are revealed. So even the strongest ones, even the ones self-assured of their own commitment and steadfastness to a certain behavior or changed behavior, changed way of living, you know, could be gambling sex, it could be uh, ridicule and sarcasm, it could be anything besides drugs and alcohol. But it's neither sudden, it's neither to be sudden nor a causeless thing when the hidden processes thought which led up to it are revealed there's always signs there's always ways of thinking there's always something it wasn't talked about there was there's always something that's kept away that's hidden away the falling was merely the end the outworking and finished result of what commenced in the mind probably years before. Years before. I love how he says that. Years before. This is a problem. Because it's, a, it's, it's patient. Things are patient. Someone could, in the 12-step communities and recovery communities, someone could have a relapse of behavior or relapse of drinking or drugging. That starts years ahead of time. Could start with just a resentment, an ego trip. But it's one thought. Well, let's go on. Let's finish this or go on to the next point. The man had allowed a, a the man had allowed a wrong thought to enter his mind, and a second and a third time he had welcomed it, and allowed it to nestle in his heart. So we had a thought. given to us by our ego, things we were watching, hearing, desiring, 
We didn't we didn't get rid of it. We held on to it. We liked it. We felt good. It was enjoyable to some extent, in some way. Then we allowed it to come in again. Then we allowed it to come in again. We entertained it. We played with it. We 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 let it be. And we allowed it to nestle in our hearts. Gradually, he became accustomed to it and cherished and fondled and tended it. So we took care of this thing. We protected it because it wasn't harming anybody. We just liked it. We liked what it did for us, the way it made us feel, the way it entertained us. A character defects. And so it grew until at last it attained such strength and force that it attracted to itself the opportunity which enabled it to burst forth and ripen into an act. So it just sits there and it grows and grows and grows and gains strength and force and potential in your own mind, right? Until what? Until we find... Because then we start looking for things in that context, right? Like... This is the thing. If you're thinking about a drink, you're going to start to notice everything that's associated with drinking. If you're thinking about gambling, you're going to notice every casino sign. You're going to notice every sports game. Every deck of cards in a in a, in a store. Seems ridiculous. but Our minds will start looking for the things we're thinking about. And then... An opportunity presents itself. And suddenly that thought's right there to take advantage of it. This could be a lie. This could be, this could be um, drinking. This could be drinking. But this could also be something like cheating. Cheating on your spouse. Gambling away savings. This could be opening more credit cards. When you know you shouldn't be. This could be so many things. What thought are you entertaining? That if it sprang into action, you wouldn't want the consequences of. You just like the thought. So you don't get rid of it. Another closing line here. All sin and temptation are the natural outcome of the thoughts of the individual. <laughs> it's all in your mind. This, the acts you commit, the temptations that you have, come from the thoughts that you think, which comes from your heart, which comes from your soul and your spirit, and what you have fostered there. Are you and who you're serving? What you're serving? Are you serving self? Or are you serving God and others? Because the difference of those two options will give very different results. Remember that. So, all right. Well, great reading. It just absolutely incredible reading. One I needed to hear, one I needed to be reminded of for sure. So, thank you all for joining me tonight. And I look forward to tomorrow's reading. So, until next time, thanks.